Hey, welcome back to Mike the Baptist. This is the second episode of the Three Preachers' Wives. Welcome back. I'm glad y'all came back. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. It's been a week. We shouldn't have waited a week. Um, Thanks for having but, us back. Oh, you're welcome. It's uh, no bodyguard either. It's what I like to do. On, on, we weren't uh, banned. All right. <laughs> no, the first round was uh, a get acquainted round. I think we got acquainted. I think everybody seems real comfortable now, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a lot of fun. So I expect this one to be a lot of fun as well. We're back with Susan Jones. Uh, we are back with Janet Kuntz Hello. and Sarah Riccardi with so many C's, R's, and I's <laughs> in her last name. But. Don't make me spell it. <laughs> Kuntz is easy to spell. It's just saying it. Yes, well, Miss, you're Mrs. Kuntz. He's Kuntz. Maybe she should be Kuntzy. Yeah, Kuntzy. That's oh, cute. Oh, like, that's like that. Yeah, that's a cute nickname. would work. All right. Good job. Well, if it's got y'all's stamp approval, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with it. But anyway, welcome back. And uh, as usual, we're going to have a little porch visiting because, you know, where I'm from, out in Arkansas, people would sit on the front porch and visit. Mm-hmm. And when you came to somebody's house, sometimes they would meet you outside and everybody would visit a little before they came in. That's what we're doing here. All right. We're just going to get comfortable and some people would come in and stay too long. <laughs> so there's an art to the front porch thing. <laughs> kind of got to gauge how it's going. Get in and get out. <laughs> Do you even make it in? So we're going to talk about food in a minute, of course. I just have this thing about food. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great to eat. And there are a lot of different foods, which is why I like to talk about foods, because it's like an unending. Uh, so... I have a little bit of trouble getting people talking about it, but once I've noticed, once you get them ramped up, they start talking about it. So anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, I thought it might be interesting to ask three preacher's wives to talk about dumb things men do. So uh, I don't think you necessarily have to focus in on the men that you know. However... I suspect there are plenty of uh, opportunities for fodder right there. But so let's just open it up. Uh, I, I'm i I'm not going to participate this one in so much, but actually, no, I will. Uh, I'll start us. I was going to refrain because. You're a man. But then I realized. <laughs> Well, yeah, but then I realized, you know what? They do do dumb stuff, and and one of them uh, is is they don't stop to get directions. They can be lost mm-hmm. in the middle of Kentucky mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Brazil. Yeah. Uh, usually with their wife sitting there saying, "Shouldn't you call somebody or Google it or something?" Mm-hmm. No, no, I got this. I got this. And then like an hour later, you're in the wrong place. Men. Yeah. That is kind of a dumb thing men do. Uh, I think they do it because they have this instinct to be the, you know, the conqueror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they don't conquer directions exactly right. So that's a dumb thing men do. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to expound on it like you all probably will when you get started, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just priming the conversation. So now it's up to you all to. Um, thanks. 
We should preface it by right. This has nothing to do with our husbands. Anything no, we just share, men in general, never has anything. Yep, <laughs> guys in general, in general. I guess yep. I should yeah. say. Yes. I think the one that I guess cracks me up the most is finding things. Mm. Where's this or where's oh, right. that? And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about when I just couldn't find my that glasses? Was just perfect timing. Because <laughs> I was looking for my glasses before we started, and where they were on my, someone they were else on in me. the room can go straight, and it's like right where you yeah. told them it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll step that right just, in there. That just <laughs> okay. Well, see, that's my point. Though. That was great timing. Yeah. That was, so no, carry on. That, Not that's, finding that's things. My, like yeah. Is there a specific? Or saying I can't find it. Like okay. Oh yeah. We do say that. <laughs> and then but you, someone else can go, maybe right female there. rise, and it's like yeah. right there. Let me give you them. some inside information. <laughs> you can use this. <laughs> and boy, I hope you do. Uh, sometimes we say that because we don't want to get up and go get it. No. And sometimes they're oh, yeah. already up. No, I can't like, that. Well, yeah, I but, yeah, that. No. Yeah, but really? th- this is if this it is were true. A snake, it would have been you. And because this yeah. is a religious program, I feel compelled <laughs> to confess. To confess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Good job. just the next time uh, in your houses, huh. when they say I can't, I don't know where it is. <laughs> just kind of uh, investigate that a little bit more. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. That's a good one. That's mine. Okay. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time thinking of this. Um, yeah. Now, wait a minute. You Thank live you. with Jason Riccardi with several C's and R's and I's. I know. And he is, he's yeah. kind of a wild man. He is. In a good way. Yeah, I could tell you Jason's stories about stuff he's done. Yes, that's exactly what we're looking yes. for here. Well, yes. but we weren't going <laughs> to. It doesn't have to be Jason. Yeah. Someone you know. Yeah. Someone I know. Yes. Like climbing into really tall trees to cut branches down. Right. Yes. yes. Without proper mm-hmm. right harnesses, harnesses or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And training. Yes. Mm-hmm. And training. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When there's only a bunch of teenagers around, no other adult at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's very entertaining, though. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't have I don't have any inside information on that one for yeah. you. That's just you know. <laughs> Could be yeah. dumb. <laughs> Especially for Jason. The equipment is a little scary. I, I think he had a dog leash. A dog leash made me around him. Tied around him? Yeah, I think. That sounds about really, right. Really tall trees. Yeah, like I I'm talking really tall trees. Wow. Like those old, you know, old mature trees. Yes. Yeah. Scared me to death. Yeah. Hmm. This is on one of your properties that you lived on? Or yes. The one here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. A few years ago. Well. Well, the we good news is he'll quit doing some of that mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. I fell off a ladder yeah. several years ago. And oh, I'm not yeah. doing that anymore. No. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done with that. Done. No, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, that was a kind, dumb thing men's do yeah. section mm-hmm. from you. You were yeah. very kind. <laughs> I have to live with them, you know. Well, yeah. That's yeah. why I brought this up, because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Susan? I'm having trouble thinking of something really dumb they do, but I know the most aggravating thing. Well, that's a, the same category. Okay, oh, the most okay. aggravating thing. Oh, that so across the table, said, oh, now oh. well, okay, we may have to come back yeah, to yes. you. We're good. <laughs> that like you don't ask questions. 
Like men don't ask questions. Right. Exactly. That, so like that. one of our big things is, you know, somebody will call and they had a baby. Let's say an HD will say, hey, right. Tammy had a baby. Oh, is it a girl or a boy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they name it. I've told you all I know. Yeah. She had a baby. And that's it. And yeah. I, just, I, I don't understand but that. But this is a dumb thing because yes. I, I'm very familiar with this. <laughs> but why? It's annoying. I don't want to say it's dumb. It's just one of those differences yeah. that I'm just like, why would you not ask, was it a boy or a girl? Mm-hmm. How much did it weigh? What did mm-hmm. they name it? But, Do you have a picture? Does it have hair? I mean, would we not all ask all that? Qu- all oh, you questions? would. I, I know, oh, this. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. this. I know how this works exactly. And all y'all need is it, they, they keep had it a baby. Simple. So yeah. I think we're just not detail-oriented like that. Y'all just don't need all the I went to Walmart stuff. to get cat litter. I'm back with cat litter. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some people, but. And that was it. So yeah. that aggravates y'all, though, because uh-huh. you want yeah. details. Sometimes, That's yeah. part of yeah. that. Yeah. That's part of that women have the spaghetti brains. Yeah, and yeah, the men have go. the waffle yeah. iron thing. Yeah. We Which got. I'm kind of envious of. It would be super nice yes. to just be able to compartmentalize and be in one thought yeah, for a nice. certain amount of time. <laughs> Instead of 100. It's not uh-huh. possible. No, I don't think it is. But now, uh, there's a part of my brain that. You have some spaghetti in there. I have I'm some thinking. spaghetti in there in my waffles. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of uh, chicken waffles? I have yeah. spaghetti, waffles. spaghetti waffles. I could see yeah. that. But now I can. If I go for cat later, I'm going to get cat later. And that's it. Yeah, and I don't care what yeah. color Wanda's hair was that I ran into. Yeah. But I, you know, I can yeah. see how it would aggravate you, though, because y'all. We like the details. You need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I only have one question. Mm-hmm. I know this is your segment. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need all that information? It fleshes it out. It just mm-hmm. makes it more interesting. I don't know. We like the details. Yeah. Makes it a little more personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can. Those things are important. Mm-hmm. And we're all about connections, right? Mm-hmm. So right. details can give connection, make you feel you're a part of it. Yeah. So we should just make crap up then. <laughs> well, I guess you could. Just, some of you do. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I, was that that I have that heard is, that some that is, of you do. That's true, too. I, I have heard <laughs> the stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there can be some good stories that come out. That's yeah. true, sound too. believable, but they're not. Yeah. That, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I have learned we just need to believe you and we say, what are you thinking? And you say nothing. It's really nothing. Yes. That could and, be right, too. And, and I can't yes. imagine that. But yes. yeah. apparently that's a real thing with guys. So. Yeah. That, yeah. that could be right. Yeah. Or like when, so I'll ask Jason when he comes home from the gym, well, how was the gym? Right. right. And to me, I mean, he goes with a group of guys, right? So I'm Who like, all was there? How yeah. was the experience, right? Yeah. Like, he's he like, talked, you've been there, hadn't you? You know, did this and hit, he goes right to how effective his workout was, right? That's what he wants to tell me about. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't care about that. Like, care. you went. Yeah, you. But how was the, you know? And so I had to learn that because he'd come home and he'd be like, eh. And I'm thinking, well, what happened? No. Yeah. The answer I get <laughs> is, not have fun? it was the gym. Yeah. That's well, right. Like You've been there. your kids about school. <laughs> no, yeah. not really. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was good. <laughs> not fun. Yeah. It's like, I want more yeah. information. What'd y'all talk about? Yeah. Who all was there? I know. So no. this right. has turned into like a yeah. counseling there session. Yeah. <laughs> I was picturing, you know, you all having these really wild tales about just stupid stuff, man. Well, they, they do do stupid that. stuff. Yeah, but I just, I can't pull anything We have to forget it. So yeah. we can move on. Right? Now I just feel bad about men and gender. <laughs> That's how we live with like, you. We just let it go. Yeah, we we don't harbor go. that anger that we talked about last week. Yeah, that, makes it, that makes it work then. Yeah. We let it go. Let's talk about food. <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. Huh? You had any interesting food since we were here a week ago? 
Well, I was telling I had, a, I had a chewy uh, almond bar, a chewy <laughs> almond bar. <laughs> this week <laughs> between programs. Yeah. I was telling him we've had, we've had a lot of beef at my house. Oh, because we uh, neighbors. No, <laughs> neighbors' cow wander no, onto the our cows. So yeah. we traditionally you know raise some cattle, and yeah. so we'll kill one and eat it and have it in the freezer and stuff. And so we had about half of what we normally have probably left in there. And somebody got something out and something stuck inside and kind of kept it ajar and they didn't realize it. Uh And so the next morning when I got up to go, it was making this loud sound and I opened the door and everything was thawed out in the freezer. So we hurriedly started browning ground beef, taking stuff to my daughter, taking stuff Mm -hmm. to my sister-in-law. Everybody in the family got some beef (laughs) and we were grilling it up. We had about six guys come over and wow. Mike had his buddies over and was like, okay, I've got meat. There are no sides. There's no bread. I'm like, I'm not going to the store. I'm not going anywhere. But they can come eat steak. And they came and ate steak. And Wow. Yeah. So that's the exciting thing we've been eating is lots and that's lots pretty, of That's beef. a pretty big uh, food tale. Wasn't yeah. expecting yeah. that. Yeah. Cooked a couple roasts. And yeah, I've got beef. One. Yeah, for days. So you're tired of beef for a little uh, bit. I am. But that's what HD's <laughs> hopefully eating. Yeah. Right. While I'm here. <laughs> right. Yeah, because we have some cooked. And yeah, I said, you can have beef. that. That's what you eat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We don't have one. It's not been that exciting this week. That's sad. Your that's food exciting, world has not it? been exciting. <laughs> no. Well, it really hasn't. Nothing. I mean, like I, I hear onion rings are back at our local Sonic. Were they gone? Were they gone? I was going to oh, say, yeah. were they? <laughs> yep. I didn't even know Why they were in the world. Not gone. I don't know so. what the deal was. I didn't. I don't know if onions had COVID and had to. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Quarantine, but yeah, for uh, I don't know for a year or so. Wow, yeah. really? No Just, clue. Yep. Wow. My wife loved, loves those onion rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good. Huh? They're good for like onions. a year or better. They're, they haven't had them. You couldn't get them. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. But the sign's back up in town here. Onion there rings go. are back. There you go. Good to know. <laughs> oh, that's pretty exciting. I did get ice cream for the first time at Deja Moo. Oh, there you oh, go. Okay. There's a Moo. Kind of Deja, Deja Moo is the local ice cream shop. I think it's a uh-huh. chain, isn't it? Is it? I, I thought know. it was just local, but I've never really heard know. of it until we moved yeah, I think it's a local. one in another town close Maybe. to here. Maybe I not. Know. I don't know, but it's good ice cream. It is yeah. good ice cream. What yeah. kind did you get? Uh, well, there's a whiskey, caramel, something, Tennessee oh, something. Oh, preacher's wife got the yeah. whiskey yeah. caramel. I going to say. Whoa. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they could get out. Whatever that crazy yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called. Oh. Yeah, the it has, caramel. They all has, it it all has catchy names. Yes. yes. So I was yeah. like, hmm. I can't see everything. What's the flavors? So you <laughs> just saw whiskey and you went with that one? No. I'll have that one. actually. Like, <laughs> Is that red hair? <laughs> you know, uh, Susan's husband was telling a few weeks ago about being over in uh, Rome, Georgia, and eating some bourbon donuts or something. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, bourbon vanilla donuts yeah. right in front of me because I can't eat any of that right now. Oh, it was not nice. Cool. Uh, that hurts. Mm-hmm. The bourbon or the donuts? Well, the donuts. Oh, well, sorry. Anything? Anything? interesting yeah or just good or just good yeah um i well i love doing something that's a little different but a lot of people are doing it now but it's just making your homemade bone broth like out of chicken yes you know carcass oh, yeah. right yeah and carcass, i love i don't know can you use a different word that doesn't sound tasty. <laughs> i love doing that it's kind of it's kind of like it's like a chicken dinner in a cup you know, that's what it tastes like to me. Yeah, it's good. So, it is. Warm broth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It you know what is. else and is a good warm broth is cabbage. 
Really? Warm cabbage broth with a little cornbread. Uh-huh. It's really good. Is it good? Actually, they call it pot liquor. That's what they call it, pot liquor. Yeah? Yep. You just cook the cabbage in water? Uh, cabbage or, or greens. Right. You know, cook a bunch of collard greens or something yeah. and then just drink that juice. I think that's called pot liquor. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's yeah, like, it's like chicken broth. It's just yeah. real soothing. And and uh, it's quick. Comfort so food. You don't have to, you know, for lunch or whatever. It's yep. fast. Yep. Uh, yeah. Chicken bones, not their carcass. Those carcass has <laughs> like, got beaks fun. and stuff still uh-huh. in it. <laughs> and feet. Like, I mean, weird chicken. Who buys them chicken feet at Walmart? Oh, uh, Gross. Somebody buys the those because they have them. And... Yeah, mm. they do have Nummy. them. Yeah, yeah I don't, it's weird I don't, though. I don't know. So as a mm. uh, for future program, mm-hmm. I would like to share a recipe once in a while on okay. this program. Okay. In the interest of public, mm-hmm. uh, public, well, just to share a recipe. Consumption. Sure. Yeah, for people to have something to uh, go home and try out. So keep that in mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, if it lasts, you get a coffee cup, and we'll give some <laughs> recipes. All, right. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break, come back, and then turn it over to you ladies to talk about some uh, stuff we found in the Bible. My name is Missy Dobson. I am from a little town in West Texas. I was raised in church. For whatever reason, I decided to go left and I stayed that way for a very long time. I was an active methamphetamine user for about 23 years. I was an IV meth user for about 10 years and it killed me. In 2016, 2017, I went to the hospital and was diagnosed with sepsis and I went into a septic coma and I stayed there for about five weeks and I stayed in the hospital for about two and a half months. My parents were sent home on a Wednesday to make funeral arrangements for me. And they were gonna pull the plug on me on a Friday because my parents knew I wouldn't wanna lay there like that. When I woke up, I thought it was the same day, just later on that evening. And I didn't know until about three and a half weeks later how bad it was. I have a casket and a burial plot. When I go back and I see pictures of that, it makes me mad because I still allowed myself to come out of that and still use, and then it was even worse. I came to the Hope Center finally because my daughter, she lived in Oklahoma, she came to town and she said, Mom, I'm not leaving until you go to rehab. And I said, okay. So I walked into the Hope Center May the 9th, 2019, broken, angry, disgusted with life, disgusted with myself. I found no fault at anything that I had ever done. And I was horrible. All the Bible study teachers, everybody will tell you I was the most horrible thing. Like I would just look at them and snarl and growl and tell them all that I hated them. And I thought coming to the Hope Center was gonna be about getting clean, but I was wrong. Coming to the Hope Center was about finding Jesus. One thing that I learned along the way is that instead of asking, why me, why me, why me, I turned that around into why not me. I know that I went through everything that I went through for such a time as this. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Esther 414 tells you it's for such a time as this. And I know that this is why I survived everything that I survived. My life will never, ever be the same. And I'm so grateful. 
Okay, so uh, as usual, we're we're actually kind of following some scriptures that my own home church uh, follows on a weekly basis, and we just all thought it'd be a good idea just to talk about that because it relates to everybody, not just us. So wherever you are and whatever you're doing, take a good listen. You might hear something interesting. All right, gals. So this time we're still in Ephesians. We're going to be talking about things that are found in Ephesians chapter 6. And then we've got a little bit through Titus and Deuteronomy, but mainly Ephesians chapter 6. So our first question for this week that we're going to kind of talk through is that um, in Ephesians 6, 5, it talks about the relationship between a master and a slave. And in biblical times, a slave was a little different than what we think of today mm-hmm. in our experience with the term of slavery or slave. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more of an employer-employee uh, relationship. So with that in mind, um, and you girls work and have mm-hmm. work outside of the home, mm-hmm. uh, do you struggle at work either leading or being led at mm-hmm. times? Mm-hmm. I think the leading part, I'm all about someone else leading and I can follow because mm-hmm. then you don't really have to think a whole lot about it. But mm-hmm. as my career has gone further, it I'm pushed more to that leadership role. So I find that a little bit more difficult, but easier as you, you do it more. Yeah. So. Good. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what about you? I think um, for me, my concept of leadership has definitely changed. And so um, that's been an area I had to grow. Cause I used to think to be a leader, you had to be really dynamic or, you know, very vocal and loud and right, like mm. energetic and hyper, mm. like Jason, right? <laughs> like that's what I thought. And so anytime I would try to step into that role, I was just kind of pulling back because I'm not like that. Yeah. Um, but then in terms of, um, I will definitely say like, and I joke all the time with my family because I'm self-employed. So I do have mentors, but I don't have a boss, right? So I always kind of joke that I don't know that I could go back to to that because I kind of like the freedom part, right? Um, at the same time, you know, it, accountability is important. And so that's where the mentorship comes in. But I kind of, yeah, I, I like structuring my own day. Yeah. So maybe that is having a problem with being led. I don't know. Well, it's kind of like, I don't think so. Kind of like now I work from home versus right. working in an office and still have a boss yeah but you're you have a little bit more leeway of just your minute you can get up minute. and go something real quick and you're not absolutely at your desk all day right so kind of nice. i get it yeah <laughs> yes kinda nice. so yeah. what do you what do you feel like in the scriptures that we were reading it talked about you know how your attitude about your work mm. mm-hmm um, so how do you guys try and apply that, that you should be? It talked about being working not only, you know, not like you're mm-hmm. not being watched, you know, mm-hmm. but work with the same mm-hmm. work ethic as though Christ is sitting beside you mm-hmm. as you work. Because what? Yeah, he, 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 is. Is. he is. He is. He is yeah. working there. He is. He's always. So yeah. do you find it easy to do that all the time? Or sometimes it is a struggle to keep that attitude in your jobs that you're, you're working like nobody's watching. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. 
My mom, by the way, just side note, would always pull that scripture out. Where is mm. it in Corinthians or something? Where like everything you do, do it as unto the Lord. Yeah. She would always mm. pull that out when I would do chores. I'd be sweeping and I'd be like, man, mm. I got to get every corner. No. Um, <laughs> the Lord's not going to walk <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do it in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So I always think of that. Um, I don't know. It's but, tough. It's tough it when tough. you're when you're left to yourself mm-hmm. to to uh discipline yourself to do things mm-hmm. i mean it's when you're when you're working at home and that couch is right there <laughs> it's yeah. easy sometimes just to kind of yeah pop down there for a little bit and yeah. uh, it's just tough well and i tend to work better under pressure mm-hmm. so i tend like to be a, a procrastinator mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and i really yeah. start working when i got a deadline that you got to get to yeah Yeah, which i'm under right now which is really stressful and i'm like why did i not do work on this the other day but (laughs) you're a fantastic finisher maybe that's that what it is okay wait to put that spin on it speaking from experience when you're a procrastinator you have to become good at finishing yeah Yeah, under pressure you just gotta do it you gotta do it it. whether you're up till 2 a.m or 3 a.m or whatever but sometimes procrastinating is kind of fun yeah, sometimes <laughs> it just happens. Take that little nap here and there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure the Lord took a nap once in a while. So, well, yeah. And sometimes that's part of it too, right? Is figuring out like when is God saying, "Okay, hey, instead of that task on that piece of paper, you need to spend time with that person in mm-hmm. front of you too, right?" So I can be kind of task oriented. So I have to part of my working and keeping the Lord because you know it says, "But as slaves of Christ, right? Do God's mm-hmm. will from your heart." In verse six. Um, part of that for me is is being in tune with him enough to hear him say, "Okay, Sarah, like stop. You yeah, need to, you need to reach out to that person, or you need to take mm-hmm. time for that conversation." Well, isn't a part of all that the rest thing too? Because mm-hmm. even Jesus kind of mm-hmm. tried to get away from it once in a while. Because yes. if you don't rest a little, yeah, if you if you I guess let your uh, Christian guilt mm-hmm. make you think you have to do something every waking minute, and if you're uh, if you're trying to rest a little bit and you start thinking, mm-hmm. man, I should be going over there and doing this or that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure that's completely healthy. Mm-mm. Right. Right. You know, I think you, well, we've talked about it on our previous program. We just did a week ago about, uh, burnout. Mm-hmm. You hear that in church mm-hmm. circles, but mm-hmm. you hear that everywhere. It's everywhere. not just church circles, but. You just go and go and go, and eventually you burn out, and then you're not even good for yourself or anybody else for a while. So, yeah, yeah, don't beat yourself up if you take a little break. Yeah, well, and I found too sometimes when I when I do stop working on the checklist, mm-hmm. um, God will allow and do what I feel like those personal things are that need to be done, or take care of another relationship. Yeah. That He He'll let it get done. Mm-hmm. I may I may lose some sleep. One way or the other. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, right. but it'll get done, and I'll yep. feel better in the end because I did mm-hmm. what he was prodding me to do yep. outside of. Oh, listen, it was so entertaining task. when you and HD first came to our little church because mm-hmm. y'all are very get-it-done, task-oriented, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. just sitting back thinking, 
they don't know these people yet. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to be on time. We learned time really quick. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, but it all works out. Like it's still said. a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> these are a lot of new people, and I, I think you just walk in the doors and you go yeah. into temple time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's just there's something in there. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just uh, it's like a disease that uh-huh. hits it's you. It's a new time zone. It's really yeah. Magnetic pull on your watch yeah. that never gets yeah. it up there where it's supposed. Well, because you look at like time to start either of the services. I know, and I there's know, like 10 people in there. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. you're 10 you minutes in and, and it's packed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't get that either. Okay, where, where were you people? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Coffee. Second service was coffee. Yeah. First service, you're like, golly. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So, sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack the conversation no. there. No. Yeah, that's good. So then um, our next question talks about uh, Titus 3 8. That is readiness, uh, the broader context of Titus 3 8 is readiness for every good work. We were once foolish, disobedient slaves. How now, changed by Jesus, we are to be devoted to good works. What good work has God saved you for? What's he saved you for? Mm-hmm. So that would indicate that there's a purpose for you. It's a purpose for your mm-hmm. salvation, yeah. Hmm. I, I know the answer. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the answer. <laughs> no, I've got a lot of things to say, but. Everybody, everybody is saved for something. Yes. Right. Which means that uh, to sit idly by, uh, you're missing out on something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that might be waiting for you. And it ties right back into last week about your gifts and your talents and your abilities and just what you're passionate about. And Yeah. And we talk about that a lot, especially, you know, when we have new people coming to the church trying to get them to to plug into what's going on. Um, and I think a lot of people as Christians will put going to church as a checkbox mm-hmm. that we're just going to check it off. Okay. I went to church, mm-hmm. check that off on Sunday. Most of our churches are a lot of them don't do Wednesday night anymore. So it's just once mm-hmm. a week. And so their checkoff is not even Sunday school or anything. Just come in, went to worship and check mm-hmm. that box off. But you're really, as a believer, you're missing such an opportunity mm-hmm. When you don't get to know the other people, you don't serve in some form or fashion, whatever that be, even if it's standing on the front porch handing out chewing gum to kids, Mm -hmm. you need to be part of the body because he's brought you to that church Mm -hmm. to fill a role like we talked Mm -hmm. about last week. And there's a work for you to do that you've been saved for. So you're missing the blessing of what God has for us as a a believer Mm -hmm. if you don't try and find somewhere and sometimes like we you know it'll take time yeah to figure yeah. out where it is your you feel comfortable and where you feel like is your place to be mm-hmm. but if you don't ever start and struggle mm-hmm. through that you just you miss so much it doesn't become your church and your mm-hmm. people and you're not near as excited about being there that was one thing when you you brought out popped in my head of if you don't take that step you are missing a blessing mm-hmm. yeah and we brought up in one of our in our last one outside of our comfort zone. Well, sometimes you are taken outside of your comfort zone to realize, oh, okay, this is one of my gifts or this is what God wants me to do. And then he just gives you the strength and the blessing to do that mm-hmm. calling or that work yeah. that he wants you. Yeah. And a lot of times it's things I think you don't even have any idea you're capable of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something just dawned on me, sitting right here talking with you all, that uh, if everybody is created by God different, mm-hmm. but he's created everybody and saves them 
for a purpose. And there's a lot of different purposes there to yeah. fit individuals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. Had an epiphany. It's teamwork. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's okay to be unique because he creates you yes. unique. So you got you got to put that in your thinking when you're trying to figure out what you're needing to do. You got to well, put that in your thinking. Okay, I'll put you as an example. You talk about you're a little different. You talk I'm about that a lot, a but different. you're a little different. Yeah. Yes. But y- you have this ability, mm-hmm. capability, and this talent that could be definitely used in a very secular it circumstance. Yep, mm-hmm. and has been. Yes, which is okay. Yep. But God's using it now within the church. I hope so, and it fits. Mm-hmm. It feels. Yeah. It feels right, mm-hmm. and it fits. Right. So, right. And well, that's part of that's part of the reason Mike the Baptist exists. Is Mike the guy was considering last year what to do if the secular things Mike does don't continue to work because the economy was strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, politics in the country were changing the way people do things. And um, so I was considering things to do. Right. Trying to figure out what do, I, what do I need to do with my time. And so I'm walking through this door behind me here 10 times a day. And it's like, uh, God hit me in the back of the head of the frying pan and said, there's a studio right there. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do something out there? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but see, here I we think, are. like we talked about a calling, <laughs> that's what we yeah. look for this big, you know, like we're going to have this light from heaven come yes. down and go, whoa. Yeah. yeah. But I think more than often, you're just doing your normal stuff and you're seeking and, you yeah. and you're praying and you're going, okay, God, I don't know. I need to do something. And all of a sudden yeah. you'll be like, oh. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what happened here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so. It says to do with what he sees fit. Yeah. Except for right now when three ladies are taking <laughs> mutiny. <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Open the door. You came in. You got to walk through it. There you go. Yeah. Sarah, you got anything to add? Um, well, we we're talking about, you know, purpose, right? And what your purpose is and kind of living that out. And it, it reminds me, too, of all our unique giftings that we have or things we do or things we're passionate about they all do point to and glorify the Lord, right? When we're walking in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that blows my mind because he is so creative and he's created so many different people and unique people. So when they're, when they're living in that uniqueness, right, you, you kind of see different elements of him really Mm -hmm. too, when we're living in obedience to him. And that just blows my mind, right? Because it's, he, he doesn't have to use us. To reveal right, himself right. to the world. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to do that, but he chooses to. Mm-hmm. And that, I can't wrap my head around that. <laughs> and some things could be seem this small to us, but mm-hmm. this big to someone else. Yeah. So. Like the gum, right? Like the chewing yeah. gum. Yeah. Well, you don't you know. know uh, you don't know what you're doing. You may never know mm-hmm. what impact it had because I've been involved in this kind of public out there in front mm-hmm. of people's stuff all my life in some way and 30 years down the road you run into somebody that remembers something that was said or done and you had no idea at the time but Mm -hmm. that makes you kind of kind of look at what you're up to a little different too Mm -hmm. like me it motivates me to go ahead and use that and not be afraid to use it down the road because uh, i figured out you can't mess up when you're trying to yeah 
what they call witness. I have to buzz myself when I say that. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, so I'm a lot more brave to step out nowadays and just, because mm-hmm. I can't mess that up. Yeah. No. I mean, a, uh, a procedure may flop. I've been on the receiving end of that many times in my life. But uh, same token, like the people 30 years ago that you don't know your effect. And so you go ahead and try is what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he probably encourages that. Mm-hmm. Try it. Yeah. Well, you I think a lot, happens. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times he puts those things. I think the Holy Spirit puts those thoughts in your mind. And if you don't ever, it's hard to take that step. And I'm thinking about even in, you know, in church or whatever, if there's something that's not being done, Mm-hmm. And you're seeing a need, and you're like, oh, but nobody does that, and that's yeah. weird. Are they going to think I'm odd for thinking we should do that? Nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like typically the Holy Spirit puts that in your mind that that needs to be done. And a lot mm-hmm. of times you'll start fleshing it out, and you'll see there's several people that have mm-hmm. said, I was thinking that needs yeah. to be done. Mm-hmm. But somebody's got to step forward and say, hey, mm-hmm. we need to start doing this. But isn't it okay, too, that even if you don't, if you're not saying the Holy Spirit put that in my head, isn't it okay because you're built by him the way he built you just to have that thought on your own? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And I think that's sure. even a good thing. Yeah. And I don't know there, how you differentiate people. that sometimes. But. I don't yeah. either. I don't either. Yeah. But that's where yeah. I believe you, like Paul, took off on a missionary trip one time, and it turned out it must have been the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That's one of my yeah. favorite things in the Bible because it tells somebody like me it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Step out as long as you're stepping out for the right reason. Right. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think you'll get yeah. stopped if it's wrong. I yeah. do too, but I think even he, I, I think typically he doesn't even allow the wrong things we do to be for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe that's right. Because yeah. Yeah. you learn. Yeah. You learn. Say, either someone yeah. learns mm-hmm. or you learn from yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. He teaches yeah. me that financial lessons was. regularly. <laughs> I make a fortune one year, I lose it the next. So it's an every other year cycle with me. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I learn. Yeah. I don't retain, but do. I learn. But you learn. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the down, the down stuff is, is uh, well, what do, they, what, does, what do they say about it? Uh, uh, to die is gain. Is that what Paul said? Mm-hmm. Is that how he said it? How do he say that? To live is. I don't, I'm not good to remember to exactly, gain. but yeah, to die is gain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Either way, whether I live or die, it's all yes. gain. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Yes, that's and I think the... a lot of times we're so worried about like destination, right? Like, like for Paul, like when I, I love that story too because yeah. I see him, like he's focused on destination, and mm-hmm. God's like, "Hey, I'm just, I just want you right here, right now," and he's not. And Paul's thinking, "Oh, I was wrong, thinking I'm going here," but well. God still used where you were headed, right? So right. sometimes I think too much about, oh, this is where I'm headed. And God's like, Sarah, it's just about today and tomorrow yeah. and walking in that step. But we're very destination oriented. And if you don't make people, it to that destination, does yeah, it mean a failure? You failed yeah. or you, yeah. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Yep. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yep. All right, question three says, God cares about the oppressed, and Jesus often went to the most needy and hopeless people. In Deuteronomy 24, 14, we see that it is sin when we make life harder for others. With that in mind, how can you serve those that you see struggling, and how can you structure your life to be able to meet immediate needs before the sun sets? Hmm. How can we try and structure our life to be able to be open, I think, and available to meet the needs of those Mm -hmm. we come across? How can we do that? 
I found working with through other you know organizations and stuff with missions a lot of times you have to meet that need that that person's struggling with mm-hmm. before you can even be an example mm-hmm. of Christ in your life or you know um yeah. I mean with world changers we we either we gave out food or we had construction projects so we were doing roofs or you know whatever needed to be done painting and we would get asked all the time why are you paying money to come sleep on a floor on an air mattress you know and then by the end of the sometimes by the end of the week they're like oh okay you've you've done this you've helped me with this mm-hmm. and they're they're listening more than what we thought they were listening and I've seen that a lot with mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. that have went with us and they're like, they come to you and you're like, yeah. they've said this or my owner said this. And it's like, mm-hmm. but yeah. you have to meet that need for people sometimes before they will even pay attention to mm-hmm. what you're doing. What is World Changers? World Changers was an organization through the North American Mission Board at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, groups of kids, most, most of the ones we worked with was junior high through high school and college they would go to a sort certain place and it was nationwide you could be in the states you could go out of the country some they had canada and i think and you would spend a week and you'd have projects um it could be painting the inside of the house the outside of the house um one week we had divisions where some of our kids were working in a food bank um so they were helping you know, hand out mm-hmm. food and necessities that way. Um, but now it's owned. It it went away for a little while, but now it's under new ownership, so it's coming back mm-hmm. in. But Michael and I were um, coordinators for a while with that. In Knoxville? Mm-hmm. And actually, when we were in Indiana, mm-hmm. and first time in Middle Tennessee, so mm-hmm. when we were in Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Why do preachers move so much? Well, if you figure that one out, let me know. <laughs> we go where God calls us to go. Well, hang on, hang on. And you must get buzzed on that one. That's buzzing. I didn't have headphones on. I couldn't tell. Like, well, how do you answer that one? <laughs> well, yeah. it just dawned on me that I don't remember anybody asking anybody that like that. Oh. I know the I know the answer, but. And okay, sometimes we don't always want to move. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. I can, yeah. I can see that. What was the original question? Meeting well, the need. Yeah, meeting the need oh. of people need. that are yeah. struggling. Yeah, I like, I like what's been said here is that you can't really, you can't really, uh, I guess, witness to somebody if you don't, if you don't get in there inside the fence with them a little bit. Because yeah. otherwise they're mm-hmm. just going to stand off from you a little bit. And, well, I think part of it is, too, we have to be out looking for them. We have mm-hmm. to be out among people. Yeah. And yeah. and looking for opportunities to serve mm-hmm. and being available. And a lot of times that's hard. It's hard for me to stop what I'm on mission to do mm-hmm. and stop. Like we've talked about yeah. somebody who's got a flat tire or something, and you're oh, like, really? oh, my goodness. <laughs> really? I really need to be somewhere. <laughs> you know. But, or I'm wearing this. How am I going to yeah, change how am I? Yeah. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to change a tire regardless, probably. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah I'm not going to tackle that one. But, yeah, but being willing to stop and, mm-hmm. and help. Get involved. Yeah, get yeah. involved. And, and it's going to cost you something. And that, a lot of times mm-hmm. we're not. Willing to do that, but we hey, you know, to. you know what? There's one thing about anybody you ever run into, 
everybody wants to tell their story. And if you can find a way to get people just talking, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a matter of minutes till they're going to start telling you their story Mm -hmm. because everybody Mm -hmm. wants to tell their story. Sure. And Mm -hmm. I've always found that a great way to just, just start talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause if you ask a few of the right questions, they're going to spit up their story and then there's all kinds of stuff going to happen mm-hmm. out of that story because everybody's got some stuff they're dealing with. Well, sure. you'd be surprised if what all you may have in common with that person. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize it until mm-hmm. you're in the conversation. Yep. So, yeah. That's the gist of that, I think. You know, how, how would you girls kind of summarize, do you think, this week and what we ought to walk, take away from it? Synopsis. Yeah, what's the a synopsis? synopsis. Yeah. There's the big there's fancy word, word. Michael's taught us. By the way, you're going to have to stop saying you girls because I feel real awkward. Because <laughs> I'm talking too, and then you say, well, how do you, you girls do this? So then when I speak up, I'm going like, am I? You people. You people. You people. You people. You people. <laughs> So you they do inquire. We hey, have some women that are tenor neutral people. Yeah. We have some tenors that are women. And so <laughs> Neil will have to catch himself. He'll go, Men, can you I mean tenors? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. All right. What was the synopsis of that? Peeps. Yeah. Yeah, peeps. So what do you think we take away ultimately from this week? I think it kind of felt like it was about, you know, how to conduct yourself with authority, right? With mm-hmm. with people that are in authority. It started out with children, mm-hmm. obey your parents. Right, and then moved into the the employee employer relationship, um, and then everything kind of, and then of course ending with the do not oppress a hired hand, and how we're supposed to give back. I think it's all about that relational element, whether you're the one in charge or the one that is not in charge, right, or even who you're associated with. Yes, because I like the example. I think it brought out of you would treat the custodian mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. way as the CEO of the company. And right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's surprised of how you do see people treat those mm-hmm. two as an example differently. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, they're all the same person. Absolutely. They're a person. Yep. They have feelings. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think ultimately we, we need to treat each other, whatever the role mm-hmm. with respect and yes. compassion and as Christ would. Yes. Yeah. Uh, women are pretty smart. I just, <laughs> just was kind of watching what was happening right there, and you're okay. like, that was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, I know. Thanks for doing this again. I'm yeah, looking forward yes. to more episodes and uh, looking forward to some feedback. So you all let me know if you hear feedback. Aaron Robertson. Let me know <laughs> yeah. if Aaron Robertson <laughs> notices. You know, this is going to really bust her now. We don't yeah. hear from her for That's a while. Right. Yeah, it's going to tell know. me real quick whether she yeah. actually paying attention like or not. Yeah. Aaron Robertson. So you people outside of my home area, just remember that name. <laughs> Aaron E.R. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute with some in ear Audi excitement. All from, right. From three intelligent Woo! people right here. Hey, everybody, it's time to play America's almost favoritest new game show, Any or Audi, where we challenge our guests to figure out if a phrase we give them is actually in the Bible or out of the Bible. Sharpen your wits, guest. You're about to be in the hot seat of Bible stuff because you're the next contestant on Any or Audi. Here's Mike. So 
The last time on the Three Preachers Wives episode, the ladies won two for two. I predict they'll do well again today. <laughs> oh, good. He's going to be easy. <laughs> the pressure's on. Yeah, it's just a give guess. Us the clues yeah. again? So, uh, once again, t- today is the last day that I'm going to totally control uh, any or Audi sessions with you all because on the next episodes, I'm going to turn the power over to you all. You will each have an opportunity to uh, publicly embarrass the other three of us. <laughs> Of us girls. <laughs> As Susan said. Here's number one. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. We're ready. This is actually from the New King James Version. Oh. Just so oh, okay. just so you know. New. I wanted to point James. it out. Okay. We got one New King James, one NIV, so Okay. But you can't Google anything, so don't pick your I don't, yep. I don't even have my, I don't have it. Proverbs six, verses six through eight. <laughs> this is a memoir trick. Is this in the Bible or out of the Bible? Is this an any or an outie? <clears throat> Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and invades the kitchen through the window sills. Now, is that... That was a new King James? Yes. That was an NIV? <laughs> no, that was new King James. So, talk about it amongst yourselves and take an appropriate amount of time to fit the format of the program. And suspenseful music will be playing underneath you. Now, does sluggard sound like a biblical sluggard. word? Sluggard? I don't know. Yeah, so you did it again. Just, right? like that. Thank you. That just... No. <laughs> Do I need to read it again, or are you comfortable uh, just talking it out from there? I think we're good. I, I think we're good. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's entertaining to me, though, when you read it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear it again, just to be sure? Yeah, okay. Just, just to be, be honest. Okay. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I'm, this is the New King James Version. Yeah, okay, I say that only okay. to throw you off, just right, a little, okay, if yeah. possible, which is or not possible. Or say East to Holman, right? Yeah. Okay. Hardcore Southern yeah, Baptist. Hardcore Southern yeah. Baptist. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and invades the kitchen through the window sills. Hmm. <laughs> which I can relate to. That's modern. That happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It yes. Does. It does seem kind so, of current. Yeah. Yeah. So no. things in the Bible, you know, that happened Slugger. long ago are current today. Yeah, well, that's true. That's why the Bible is important mm-hmm. to us. That's true. So is that an any or an Audi? <laughs> <laughs> Janet, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll let you take this one. Yes. I Janet? Doubts. <laughs> you have I doubts? Just, I just don't know. <laughs> mm, so, okay. You're on a good path. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. I'm trying You're to be, on a good path. Remember the story about little Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> little Johnny. Yeah. The teacher leading little, little Johnny. Johnny to the. Yeah. Little Johnny. Now you know this, oh, Johnny. No. <laughs> but also understand completely that you all are wasting time like I asked you to do. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're being so obedient. What, what would be your answer? Like just an in ear and outie. Outie? That's right. It's yeah. an it doesn't yeah. say it invades the kitchen through the window. I don't think they had one. I actually laughed out loud to myself when, the, yeah. when that, it actually says and gathers her food in the harvest. 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I'm thinking about it every time it rains. I think I'm sitting there to the kitchen counter. Congratulations. All right. One for one. Woohoo. We're really rocking it. That's our goal, you know. No, Actually, yes. Oh, really? Yes. We need a scoreboard. Well, I mean, it's been across the board pretty well. Everybody's right until HD stepped up. Oh, wow. The actual pastor of my church stepped up and got one wrong. <laughs> I'll be the first one to miss this, too, I'm sure. But I think it was, Shows in fairness to him, it was kind of a technicality. Okay. Yeah. It was a little trickery involved. Gotcha. But I've repented. <laughs> Your inflection at work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Proverbs eleven thirteen from the New International Version. Okay. Better right. known as the NIV. Okay. To the layman. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Why do you use that scripture when you're talking to women? Well, I, it just yeah, dawned on me as I was reading that, that I may be stepping into <laughs> a bit of a nest that I had not. We might be talking about you later. I not thought about uh, ahead of time. So. It's a text that go back. I did. It yep. just dawned on me already. Let's see. What was the reference again? Uh, the scripture reference? Or mm-hmm. just. The scripture a, reference. Did you have a reference? You mean the actual scripture? Mm-hmm. The numbers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where'd you say it came out of? Reference of. I'm sorry. Proverbs 11. Where'd you find that? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you read that at? Where'd you find that? (laughs) That better. That was fun right there. Proverbs 11, 13. (laughs) Okay. All right. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. I don't know, girls. I mean, it sounds pretty true. It does. I mean, that's, yeah. 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 So it's a true statement. Now, is it in the Bible? We are talking about Proverbs. Yeah. yeah. It does sound like a proverb. <laughs> You're not giving any clues. No. I'm trying the gossip to, is yeah, not trustworthy. Makes <laughs> me think of Lady Gaga. <laughs> What? 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 Poker face? Oh. 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 I was like, what? How okay. do you wake her up from I got it now. Do preachers wise know Lady Gaga Poker songs? Face. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah was full of all kinds of That's okay. trivial information. Yes. It's kind of like I guess Sarah from Jason. I know, yeah. Yes. I got you. Okay, Hers good. is just different. You've heard the joke, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So is this an in or an Audi? I think an it is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it is in the end. Okay, good. But I like the way, like the way y'all got around to saying. Questions like a like a safety. I'm wondering if you could swap like the references and you would count. Yeah, like how how technical is he going to be? Are you gonna are you gonna put in? Well, you know, like the wrong numbers. That's and- the beauty of any or out <laughs> is you can go any number of directions. Okay. Well, okay. well, I'm glad you weren't too tough then. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So what was funny is I, uh, I copied and pasted from our previous episode and just put my new stuff in this one. But at the bottom of this gossip, when I left in parentheses, I wonder if Adam was around to name the aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> that's just funny. <laughs> so, 
Christ. We'll be back to close with a hymn on this second edition of Mike the Baptist with Three Preachers' Wives. Oh, wow. What a great contestant and a fine sport today on Any or Audi, America's almost favorite new game show. Study up, future guest people. You're next in the hot seat for Any or Audi. So I think Sarah Riccardi grew up in Motown or something. She worked at the <laughs> Motown. I don't remember exactly, but ironically, Nothing. when I asked uh, what hymn she would like to uh, select for the end of Mike the Baptist, she selected one that is actually in the Motown hymn book wow. in Detroit. Many churches up there use the same uh, version of this particular mm-hmm. hymn as we do in the Mike the Baptist hymnals. Page 112, if you're at home or you're driving, <laughs> if you want to go to Don't page 112 it. in your Mike the Baptist hymnal, <laughs> we're going to close with Sarah Riccardi's selection for this week. This is a pretty spiritual one here, and it's it's going to mean a lot to you all. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to keep going because I'll tear <laughs> up, but thanks for jo- joining us, and I uh, hope you join us again for the next edition of Mike the Baptist with Three Preachers. Been fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. And uh, we'll close with this hymn. All right. Ready? Think, Think it, it over, over after I've been good to you. Think, Think it, it over, over after I've been sweet to you. Stop in the name of love before you break my heart. Stop in the name of love before you break my heart think, think it over think it over, over. <laughs> stop <laughs> we're awesome <laughs> nailed it yeah nailed it thanks y'all we just uh see you next time we're just christians Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Mike the Baptist.